The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And this portion of the show brought to you by Last Cass's Feed Supply, locally owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, specializing in animal feeds, premium pet foods, farm supplies, and more. Joining me here on the show is Chandler Tiger, the head coach of the Blackman Blaze. And coach, a uh, big win last night uh, over Cookville. You just played them a couple weeks ago. Sometimes that can be worrisome when you've played somebody that close but uh, 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 to each other. And uh, But uh, a big win last night, 49-20. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. Good to see you, John. Uh, good to see Dalton back here behind the uh, behind the switches again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a it was a struggle. Not really a struggle, but, I mean, we were worried the whole week. Uh, how do you motivate a team that it was 40, 41 and nothing at halftime? Uh, when the last time we played them, you know, we had 490 yards to 60. And so uh, it was definitely a challenge. I poured through their live stream uh, and their radio guys to try to find any little thing. And when Cookville had some success the last game, you know, they, they posterized Elijah Pitts. Um, oh. I, I, yeah, that's what they said. So yeah. I made sure to, you know, they said a lot of good things about us, but I made sure to just stick that and then oh, put yeah. that in the field house and talk to him about that all week. And so Elijah had a big game. He actually took a uh, jet sweep pass on the opening uh, snap of the game and threw a 50-yard touchdown to Justin Brown. So uh, then he had – led the team in tackles so he had a big night just because he was fired up that, is that not amazing how that works psychologically that uh, that always works uh did he throw a touchdown he, he threw a touchdown okay. so yeah so uh we had jack peyton and elijah all through touchdown passes last night so it was the opening play of the game you know like a little uh jet sweep mm-hmm. handed to elijah and then jb walks off the line like we do sometimes and then he took off running we threw it to him so it was cool to start the game with a uh with a big play uh, touchdown! Um, you know we ended up going up fourteen nothing, and then we hit another onside kick, and so we're up twenty twenty nothing with uh, about three minutes into the game. And I've known you well long enough now to know you like to start fast. Oh, I mean, yeah. make the statement early and 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 get going, get it going, and keep it keep the pedal on it until you 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 feel comfortable. Well, especially when you're the favorite and then you've played a team, you know, uh already, so you don't want to give them any sort of hope. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're thinking, what if I'm Cookville, what do I not want to see? And you know, they came out and they changed their defense and they changed their offense. Uh so they went from a traditional 4-3 quarters team to then now they're in a three down front running 3-4 and 3-3 stack and they're running three different coverages and they were doing a good job of trying to mix it up. Um they've got a bunch of good coaches that were at Gardner-Webb at right. Tennessee and um so they're they're changing coverages and so you know i was just just to start the game i was like man i'd hate to see a daggum trick play they know we're going to go deep uh because we do a lot but Mm -hmm. you know they didn't know that it was going to be elijah pitts throwing because he's left-handed and so right uh when you run it to the left nobody really expects them to pop up and throw the ball pretty amazing they uh, i i I, there was an interesting Mm -hmm. quote from peyton thomas i believe it was peyton um this is the first time most of us have played in a playoff game. You know, I, I had not realized that. But, you know, three or four years goes pretty fast. And not to be in a, some of those kids have not been in a playoff atmosphere, and this is the first one. Well, they uh, a bunch of them stood on the sideline at Hendersonville mm-hmm. as a sophomore uh, in uh, – or Mount Juliet, excuse me, um, and lost in the first round as a sophomore. Uh, freshman, I guess that was 20, 2019 was the last time we hosted a home playoff game. Um, and then now looking looking ahead, um, I think 
uh, Anthony, one of the guys last night told me that only five or six Blackman teams have actually won second round games and gotten to the quarters. Uh, so, you know, there's a, that's kind of been a goal is that the quarters is kind of the standard. Um, not, that's not the goal. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the standard and that's where you should be every single season. And then you're going to fight it out with your real, your own region and see who can come out. Um, so then hopefully we can get through coffee County and that's going to be a challenge and you know, we can try to reach that next step on the goal. They did have, they did get a couple of scores on you, but really, uh, I think it was mentioned 136 yards in the first half total for them. I mean, that, uh, they did a better job. So yeah. they actually came out uh, trying to hold the ball, uh, and and they're actually a big passing team. So their mm-hmm. quarterback is second behind Jack Reisner in passing in six A, uh, by about 500 600 yards. But still, I mean, they they throw it pretty good. But they came out in the I formation, offset fullback, running triple option stuff. They haven't done all mm-hmm. season. Uh, new defense they haven't done all season. And then they're you know they're huddling and then they're looking up at the clock and trying to snap it with one second left. Uh, just so we don't, you know, we we don't get our thing going. And don't you think that's a goal for a lot of teams that you're going to face? Almost everybody we play has done that. this try year. Try to keep the ball. Yeah, and, and that's why, honestly, that that plays into our onside kick philosophy sometimes is whether teams are going to do that. So then now they're starting on the fifty. So yeah, they they did score two touchdowns, but we only gave up you know a hundred and something yards. Uh, but it puts them in a situation to where if we can get them in a fourth down, they either have to kick a field goal, they're either going to take a long punt, they're going to go for it and not get it, and it makes or they score, and it makes them make that decision quickly. And then we know even if they score, uh, we want to get in a shootout. So we're just going to try to try to score more than you, and uh, it keeps our offense going out there and getting getting lots of points and yards, and it's fun for our kids. I miss I mentioned Peyton a lot this morning, yep. but uh, he had some really good quotes, but. Uh, he also had a good game himself, and the versatility that you have at quarterback with uh, Jack uh, and 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 uh, Peyton, mm-hmm. uh, and now Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, Ben Marshall, Justin Ben Brown, Marshall, they, they yeah, all play quarterback yeah. this year, and yeah. and so that that helps. So particularly if somebody were to go down, not I'm not talking about a season ending injury, but uh, well, maybe we've, we've for two or three downs, third, uh, we lost our third team quarterback, Carter Gregory, who's probably going to be the man next year. Who's, mm-hmm. who, he's going to be a superstar. Um, and yeah, you see it all across the region where quarterbacks go down, and then the right. team is just completely—you know—you're you're out of luck. And so everywhere we've been, we've made sure to at least have two, uh, if not more. And then you know, if Jack was actually dinged up during the week, um, so you know, Peyton Peyton uh, took most of the snaps on Monday, Tuesday, uh, and Jack came back Wednesday, Thursday. And so Peyton went out there the first couple drives, and you know, so he got a little more snaps in this week. But we also have a plan if, if Jack and Peyton go down, then Ben. Marshall can go back there if he goes down. Uh, Justin Brown can go back there, and then if he goes down, Trey McGaffey goes back there, our sophomore. So um, we've got we're we're six deep at the quarterback spot because that's that's how our offense runs. You can't go without a quarterback. And coach, how do you how do you manage that? Uh, is that something you do in practice, and everybody yeah. gets touches? Is that basically what you do? Pretty much, and we, and we just go so fast uh, that we can get a lot of plays in practice, and so we don't have to be out there that long. Um, but also, everybody has their own little package, uh, and then. The plays, whether it's the you, – you, know, you haven't covered us yet, but you'll see the, the goal line single wing stuff, and then you'll see some spread empty stuff. But the plays are the same. So you can change quarterbacks, and they understand the basic concepts, just the formation is changing in front of them. Uh, so, that's, that was my next question. And it, does, does things change because of who you have in there? And obviously it really doesn't. The formation may change, but not mm-hmm. not, the, not the play. Yeah, and you got to do that year to year. So, you know, next year we'll graduate all these receivers, and then we'll evaluate and we'll we, – you know, we'll have a bunch of tight ends. We've got a ton of running backs next year. And so the, the plays and the tempo and all that will be the same, but the formations just might be different. I want to 
touch – well, yeah, let's keep offense, then we'll go to defense. we got a little extra time this morning. 400 yards of offense, scored touchdowns on the first six possessions and seven of eight for the game, uh, led 42-14 to 14 at the half. And uh, this is another thing that – the running clock, mm-hmm. when you get to that situation, you, I know you're, you're the kind of person you want to try to get as many people in because you, you do that anyway, really. Um, but uh, that, that's nice to have that kind of lead at halftime where you can do whatever you need to do in the second half to get some of those other kids in. Yeah, well, we didn't hit the running clock to the third quarter. Um, but, yeah, it, it's actually I'm just not a fan. You know, yeah, we didn't have, I understand. We, we didn't have it in Alabama. And, you know, now moving it to 30, I've been on the other side of that. And, um, yes, it's unfortunate. But, honestly, like our JV team went 5-0 and this year, but they've had three or four games canceled on them. Mm-hmm. And those kids just haven't played a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, we – we're not good enough defensively to where we're beating people 49 to nothing and then we can get the JV in the whole second half. Right. So our kids still have to play a lot. Um, although we did run into last week when you do put all the JV guys out there. Um, last week we had to play a four-quarter game against Siegel and our starters are a little tired, we felt like, because they hadn't played a four-quarter game in three weeks. Yeah, so, good point. Yeah. So it's it's good and bad and uh, you just kind of make it work. And we've got a lot of seniors that don't necessarily um, start or in the rotation. We've got a, a group of 21 seniors this year and so there's a couple of those guys that have worked for four years that I would have loved to get in the game at least get them a catch or two and um, you know we could have got them in more last night and that's that's the one thing we didn't do well is we didn't get off the field in the third quarter uh, defensively to try to get some of those other kids in the game on offense everybody plays on defense but they're holding the ball so we got to get the ball back let's and, let, uh, get those kids in let's talk briefly about the defense I last year this time <laughs> we were sitting there going you know we really we need to show up the defense and the, the guys have worked in the offseason and that you can tell that uh they're stronger uh i think mentally they're tougher uh it seems mm-hmm. like this year and the defense has been pretty steady overall we've got the best back end uh in the state probably so we've got you know three all-state defensive backs justin brown elijah pitts jacob page um so we don't give a lo- give up anything in the air uh you know it's just it's been the run defense since i've gotten to blackman and it's better this year, but still it's not to where we need to be. Uh, it all starts in the trenches up front. Um, our O-line has improved a lot in two years, um, but our D-line is very undersized. And they're fighting like crazy, and we've had to change some things front-wise and, and be more aggressive and do different things to try to get people off schedule um, than we did early on in the year, like when Stewart's Creek held the ball so well on us in, in that game. Um, so we've made adjustments, but uh, we're, we're not where we need to be because it takes multiple years of just weight training and, and uh, culture and, you know, just being tough. And uh, we're proud of our seniors, but, you know, we've got a ton of guys that will come back. Uh, most of the defense will come back next year, so that, that part's at least exciting. Chandler Tigert, our guest here on the Prentice Also Pitting Air Coach's Corner. Uh, travel to Coffee County. I'm sorry. that Yeah, travel yep. to Coffee County. Uh, and uh, that's that's an interesting game. They're an interesting team, and uh, they've got some they got some players. So they've got a quarterback, uh, Cole Pippinger. Mm-hmm. I think is how you say his name. He reminds me a lot of Peyton Thomas. Uh, he's a little bit thicker. You know, he, mm-hmm. he he probably doesn't have as good of an arm. Uh, to push the ball downfield. Peyton's, Peyton's arm has really grown this year. Um, but, you know, he can run around, make plays, and then they've got one of the best tight ends uh, I've seen outside of Ben Marshall, Jalen Osborne. Uh, we, they use him similar to how we do Ben. So mm-hmm. he plays multiple positions. He's in motion. Uh, he's out there playing uh, wide receiver. I saw him at a bunch of, uh, like, college camps and stuff this summer. He he can play. He can play for anybody in our region. And 
Um, so, you know, that's a challenge. And then uh, it's going to be the biggest game in Coffee County school history. They won their first playoff game in school history against Stewart's Creek. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be slammed down in Manchester. <laughs> so I went down, I drove down and checked out the stadium and it's, it's a nice older concrete yeah. stadium, but yeah. big old jumbotron. That's exactly you yeah. know, what I like. And, um, you know, they, at least they've got the dead Bermuda cause they can't, they can't not cut it all week long. Right. Right. So it's going to be cut already for us. So that's nice. It just, yeah. It's not a bad place to play, really. No, and we're not expecting any rain, so we're hoping if we pull up and it's covered in mud, you know, something's up. But, um, you know, you kind of – you see those tricks sometimes when you go to those little towns. But (laughs) They let the sprinkler on. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Coffee County, Manchester reminds me of of, uh, Stevenson, my old town in Alabama. So that's that's something they might have pulled around those those parts. Uh, Before we go, I don't want to forget it. We've got uh, – the uh, Mr. Football semifinalist and and Blackman well well covered in that uh, in in the early going. So we're very excited. Uh, Blackman's had two Mr. Football uh, winners. We had Itavius uh, Mathers and Juwan Jennings. Uh, I'm actually leaving here to go to the Hall of Fame induction for Juwan. Awesome, so, yeah. Uh, so that's really neat. And then uh, you know we've got two semifinalists for the first time in school history. So um, that's Jack Reisner, our quarterback, and then Justin Brown, our, our receiver and DB. Um, I think Connor Murphy, the linebacker, was a finalist in 2019. Uh-huh. Um, but I've got to go back and check outside of that. I do know we've never had two um, at the same time. And then how about this, John? So four out of the five Mr. Football semifinalists in six A are from Rutherford County. Yeah. So if that don't prove what we've been saying all year that you know it just means a little more. In this county, um, you know, is even though Smyrna is not in our region, but man, to have four out of the five, I think that that says a lot about uh, the quality of football in this in this area. Yeah, and you do you include Smyrna? That's you know, the, uh, with Rutherford County alone, it's yep. very well represented. And I know you're proud of those guys because I, I guess probably two years ago. Uh, they they may not have been thinking that I might be a semifinalist for Mr. Football. I mean, when, no, when you took over the program. No, when we took over, um, no. I mean, Justin had, I think, uh, seven catches, he told me, for about three 400 yards. And, um, you know, Ben Marshall had one catch for one two-point conversion when I met him. It was this skinny little receiver that, that should have been playing tight end. And then Jack, you know, came down from Brentwood Academy as a junior, and he's having to meet new friends. And uh, they moved, and, you know, his parents got a job down here. And, you know, next thing you know, he's having to meet all these people. And it's tough to change schools as a mm-hmm. junior. Yes. And, you know, so they really came together. Uh, I told them a year ago this past Monday – um, is when we had just our brutal first off-season workout because we didn't last year we didn't take any time off we hit the weights from the Monday of week one of the playoffs so we could get an extra month in before everybody else and Justin and Jack had did not miss a single day they're the hardest workers we got the best kids we got um, I don't know if you saw the story uh, in the paper about uh, how Jack literally picks up my six-year-old when he gets off the bus and busts over to Blackman, and then he watches him and kind of kind of hangs out with him until Lauren, my wife, comes over and picks kinda him like up. Kind of like a hero. Man. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it, it ain't kind of. Like, he is absolutely <laughs> Camp's, you know, favorite person That's on the great. planet. Yeah. Um, and both of those kids are two of the best kids in that school. And, you know, Justin's such a good kid, too. He's just a hard worker. Um, all the college coaches come by and watch him. And, you know, we have a lot of fun in our program. Um, and when we lift weights, there's a lot of music and, and everybody's smiling 
having a good time. But you look over at Justin a lot of times, he's just all business. He's getting his getting his lifts in and um, he's got a little different mentality and that's why he's going to be, you know, he's probably going to play in the NFL one day just because the kids I've seen with that sort of mentality, those are the ones that make it because he's got a, a work ethic like nobody I've ever seen. The uh, um, I, and, and talking about from year one to now, uh, tremendous progress. I mean, really uh, advanced. Has it been quicker than you thought, or maybe it's not quick enough? Uh, I mean, as a coach, I, I don't know if it's ever quick enough. Well, we're trying to close a gap. Uh, you know, we, we happen to play in the toughest region in the state, and, um, you know, we've done a lot better than than last season, and, and we've changed a lot of expectations, and, you know, we've shown that a lot of this stuff we're doing works and you can win throwing the ball and you can do some fun stuff and and have success uh but at the same time we're closing the gap to some pretty good teams one very good team in our in our region so um you know we got to keep still working for that and it, it starts up front and so it's going to be uh it's not overnight but at the same time you know we're gonna we're gonna give it our best shot uh, I guess the Inferno was rocking last night. Was it was. It? They did a great job. So we uh, we fixed our stadium speakers. They went out against Siegel, and so it kind of oh, felt, wow. felt like a Siegel home game as opposed to a Blackman home game. So we got those fixed, um, and then it, it was back to rocking and the music and uh, and all that stuff was going. The band did a great job, and they, they were playing last night. And it was a pretty good crowd. Uh, and then, you know, it's you got to make sure all, all those things are on point because Cookville's coming over, and you can't give them any energy or any juice. Right. So when they look over and they see the, the music, music rocking and the students and the band and our sidelines jumping up and down and we're getting onside kicks and scoring points you just you can knock them out right there in the first quarter and so that was the goal um they actually fought pretty good so give give credit to coach Hennigan for getting them going um and you guys travel pretty well so i think they'll they'll do fine at coffee county i would assume so we haven't had a road game yeah. since week five so know, it, yeah yeah so. but that's nice you didn't have that luxury last year no did we did we, we played plenty last yeah. year so we've had eight home games so this yeah. will be interesting to get on the road we'll, i already told the coaches like we're, we're just prepared we're going to forget something because we haven't done it in so long <laughs> yeah um but you know we went down and checked out the stadium and so we're excited to play and it's the good news is that stadium will be packed and uh, we hope to give them a show. Well, Coach, good luck uh, this week and uh, uh, against Coffee County and continued success, and uh, appreciate you coming in this morning. Thanks so much. Always great seeing you all. Go Blaze. That's Chandler Tigard, and this portion of the show brought to you by the JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, jewelry, letter jackets, yearbooks, graduation products, and more, online at JHAC, uh, jhacompany.com. And when we come back, you know, I think it may be uh, Coach Creasy. I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it is. Okay. As we continue with the Prentice Sauce of Heating and Air Coach's Corner. For over